What's going on, Wolfpack Nation? Thank you so much again for tuning in back with us here for part two of this conversation about the men's basketball team this year. So jumping right back into it. First of all, again, if you haven't checked out part one, go check out part one. So that way you kind of get a little bit of the context of where we started with this conversation. Um, but again, make sure, again, if you haven't already, hit that subscribe button so you don't miss out whenever we release new in-state content. Get this video likes so that way more in-state fans will be able to see this video and give us a follow Tuffy Talk now on Twitter and Instagram. But jumping right back into it, so one of the things I wanted to say, um, you know, because obviously one coach in one of in our other major sport that we love, Dave Doran, one of the things that I love about Doran is I think that if you compared Coach Doran to, in terms of a football coach just by himself, he's probably not one of the best football coaches in the country. But I think he is one of the best coaches at getting great coaches around him. And because I think that's really what it takes really is to have not necessarily, you know, have the best, not necessarily be the best coach, but have the best coaches around you. And uh, I think that's one of the issues you're seeing right now with Keats because I, I, I yeah, I mean, obviously I, I don't, I'm not necessarily so that he's the greatest basketball coach himself, you know, but, but I think that he needs help around him. And, and I, I think that this off season, we need a lot of help, obviously, first of all, from the transfer portal, we need a lot of help with getting faces in but we also need need you know some i think a definitely definite adjustments from the coaching side it, it, it's got to happen there's there's no way that he can have another year without major major overhaul it's got to happen otherwise you're just not going to get the fans based to buy in because it's like okay the definition of insanity is doing the same thing and expecting different results like it's you know we're saying the problem is coaching the, the coaching's got to change. It's got to. If it's not Keats, it's got to be the assistants, one way or the other. Yeah, I'm, I'm, my thought is, though, I think everybody in the room knows it's not just the assistant coaches. So right. um, things matriculate from the top down. So Well, that's why I said. is that. Um, but, again, if Keats isn't the best coach, then they, he is the head coach. So, so in order for him to stick around, you know, he, he's got to be able to put some guys around him. You know, it, it's it's – you know, not necessarily the master of everything, but you know, just do the best. But yeah, no, I and and that's what I'm saying is I don't think Keats is is the best head coach, but got to put somebody around you, you know, who is next. I feel like he, that would be like a scapegoat kind of thing, like oh hey, uh, you know, not James Johnson, but I can't remember who the coaches are. Like, gonna have to let you go. Come on, like, yeah, I know he's gonna have to to stay. But that's face, the way it but, always works out, though. Which. Yeah, that's the way it always works out. But I mean, so I mean, when you're talking head coaches, you're basically talking a CEO or CFO or whatever you want to call it, right? the head of your company, yep. the face of your company. And they're not they're making, you know, the buck stops with them. But, you know, when you're surrounding your your your, your yourself with these other talents, let's not forget he's lost two coaches to yep. head coaching jobs. So something was 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 being done right. And 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 if you want to compare coach Doran, like like when he's had to replace assistants, you know, sometimes you don't always make the right hire the first time around. So you you got to plug and play folks and, you know, you do with the best what you can. And sometimes sometimes you don't always get what you want. So maybe there's been offers out there that it didn't work or whatever the case may be. But like Macon said, so, someone's 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 head's going to be on the chopping block. So it's either the head coach mm -hmm. or the assistant coaches. And, and if the AD is not ready to pull the trigger on a head coach – or, you know, maybe the ultimatum is, hey, you need to make changes with your assistants because we know that's happened in the past with, and not, maybe not at state, but other programs for sure. Then that's the next logical and, move. So, and, um, 
at the end of the day, I think he's going to yeah. get another no, year, though. And because, again, talking and kind of comparing a little bit more about Doran, because one of the big... Th- there, there's really two big things that I think... Two big things that Doran has done that I really look at as like, okay, that is a a moving in the right direction. And the first thing is something he said. The second thing is something he did. The thing that he said was in 2014 when we beat Carolina, and he made his famous press conference after beating Carolina saying, you know, we're a hand in the dirt, uh, you know, blue-collar school, and that's exactly what this team is going to be. And because I think that you saw a couple things. You saw his passion. You saw what he was trying to what, – what, what he wants this team to be about, what he wants the culture to be. But you also saw his passion – Hatred for Carolina, and uh, and then the thing that he and, and and by the way too, that's not something I really see a lot from Keats, which we'll talk a little, little bit more about that here in a little bit. But the thing that he did, which I think was a huge turning point for the program, was when he, honestly when he fired uh, Dave Huxtable, and because for two things, first of all, I think like you were saying, Macon, that it wasn't the issue probably wasn't really Dave Huxtable. But because I mean, I, like a lot of people forget that Tony Gibson was already there and he was already the co-defensive coordinator with Huxtable. But everybody was still saying, oh, the defense is a problem. Huxtable's got to go. But it's like, well, he's not even necessarily running the ship anymore. It's technically him and Gibson splitting it. But also, too, because everybody said, like, you know, he's not going to fire Huxtable because Huxtable is his right hand man. Like, you know, he's he's he is he's gone years with Huxtable. But when he did that, it was like, OK. Like it, it showed. Okay, he's willing to make the tough decision to for the sake of the program. And look where it is now. Golly, man! Like what a what a change has gone on defense. So, uh, it, it's you know, it, it unfortunately it's it's like you know sometimes change is good. You know, even though it's may not not necessarily needed at the end of the day, it's got to be a great off season for Keats, and it's got to be a good year for Keats next season. Otherwise, he won't be here. As simple as that. The fan base will not allow. A, a season close to this next season. It's it's got to be a solid season next year for sure. So, uh, but yeah, make any, anything to build on that. I'm sorry, I know I kind of jumped in there. <laughs> well, Boo Corgan's going to make a decision before then. Is my only thing. True. So he's going to have to have a conversation with Keats. I mean, to me, Keats is. I don't want to say he's like a really good used car salesman, but he's like he can sell you something, man. It's like he wins the press conference. He can polish it up he can make it sound real good and that's what they coaches do i mean it's their job they're gonna make themselves look good but it's he can make it sound really good i mean he's got the i don't know he can make it sound really good i mean i i wanted him to be really successful and i'm telling you what man i hope i eat my words next year if he gets another chance i hope i eat my words i hope he's he hey he goes and wins national championship <laughs> right but I, I mean, I just, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm usually a fairly pot, uh, glass half full uh, approach when it comes to instant athletics. I know, like, particularly my dad and my brother, they have been more like glass half empty because they've been hurt so many times and burned so many times as a fan. And but I'm, and I'm like, nah. Well, I don't know. Maybe he'll get another shot. Maybe let's figure that out. And well, you know, this stat over here and this stat over here says this. And if you look at this performance and this guy got. I mean, I'm kind of the point like. Does it really matter? Like we we keep losing, and and I'm tired of it. Like if you watch this ACC tournament documentary, I mentioned this in another episode. I can't remember which one it was. You just look at what State did to make the ACC, and so, there's so much history there, the, the and we just squandered yeah. it for 30 years. We squandered it, and um, Mark Godfrey's the best coach we've had, you know, since the 30s. Mm. I mean, like. <laughs> 
I'm not, I mean, I'm not, that sounds weird. Yeah. He got us two sweet 16s. So, um, he surrounded himself <clears throat> with, uh, really good coaches too. Um, yeah. So yeah, I'm, um, I'm just kind of, that's kind of feel about it. I'm, I'm more and more ready for a change is all I am. I mean, I, I would love to see him do like, you know, do really well next year if he gets a chance and I'll, I'll be rooting for him because I love state. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, if I'm Boo Corgan, I mentioned this in the last episode. If you keep him, you're going to have some fans that totally check out that you lose some of the fan base. But if you let him go, nobody's going to blame you. Everybody would get it. So mm-hmm. you might have some people that I could potentially be like, oh, well, he had the NCAA thing and he didn't have many bait. I mean, I don't, I don't think those people really exist, but, um, we'll yeah. see. Yeah. We'll see. Um, but, but, you know, one other thing I want to kind of mention though, and, and cause I remember Keats's first year, you know, again, he's one of the, f- I think one of the only or few head coaches in interstate history that has ever beaten Carolina and Duke and Wake Forest in his first year. And I remember after beating them that there was, again, I don't have the exact quote from me, but basically a question along the lines of like, you know, how does it feel like, you know, to, to beat, you know, the Roy Williams and coach K in the same year. And it was I can't remember exact answer. I'm not really going to like say exactly what he said or try to remember what he said, but it basically came off as basically like that. Like, you know, Oh, you know, like, you know, you know, it's, 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 it's a game. Like, you know, it's a win. And, and like, like, I think like my reaction at the time was like, uh, okay, like, yeah, like I love the swagger, like, you know, basically of him, you know, coming off as like, yeah, like, you know, it's, it's not a huge win. We we expect this win. Like, you know I mean? That's kind of how I took it. But honestly, like just, him talking about you know the upcoming game against Carolina that uh, after Boston College and then like over the years I just don't know because like you know one of the things I love about Doran again I hate to keep on bringing up football but then day football is working right now so like you know okay well let's see what's working with football and let's compare it to basketball but you know Doran's working what say again <laughs> I said women's basketball is working yeah but. But one thing you know with Doran is you knew this from 2014 again is that, I mean, he made the comment about like, you know, how he was so excited to get all this Carolina stuff out of here. Like, you know, you know, he cannot stand Carolina, even though he's not an NC State guy, but he can't stand Carolina. And you know that. And I, I just don't know with Keats that he can't stand Carolina. I think to him, honestly, honestly, unfortunately, I would love for him to prove me otherwise. I just think he kind of again he, he just doesn't have the same level as state fans do and because that's the thing i love about doran is that he gets us but i don't know if keats gets us i don't think he understands what we're what our goals are what's important to us as fans like i i don't i don't know that that's kind of where i'm at greg is that a little bit much or i mean is there justification in that no i i mean i don't think you're wrong I, he he doesn't he doesn't seem like emotional like with rivalry games and and coach Doran does take it differently um but like we had said in the previous episode everyone handles things differently some guys are real raw raw guys and some people want to express their emotions that way and that's fine um honestly state fans probably could care less what a coach sure. says as long as he wins i mean at the bottom line that's how you're that's how you're judged um and and speaking of wins i think in that initial press conference when he said, you know, like, who is Kevin Keats? You know, that was the question. And he said, well, Kevin Keats is a winner. And I loved it at the time. 
but it's kind of you know like that's what everyone's going to use against you if you don't win right they're going to they're going to sling that that mm-hmm. that quote right back at you and that that's the that's the one thing that fans are you know they're they're bitter i mean that's fans are going to be bitter and they're going to you know hold you to you know mm-hmm. what you're what you say and um personally i love coach keats like i i i like making want to see him succeed i don't want to see a no. revolving door of coaches i just i don't it's just it's not stable for the program uh, the fans, you know, will, will become very, you know, checked out, complacent. They don't, they don't care, and, and that's not what I want. Like I've met Coach Keats a couple times. He's been very nice. Um, he, 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 unfortunately, Macon's probably not wrong when he, he you know, you could get that used car salesman <laughs> vibe from him. Um, he could probably sell uh, ice to Alaskans, yeah. you know. <laughs> I'll tell you what, but, but I mean, like Godfrey could do the same thing. That's probably not a fair critique. But oh, absolutely, they all can. can. It's yeah. a gift. Yeah, they're slow. So, um, but yeah, but at the end of the day, I just want someone that's going to come here and win. And and I don't need you to be passionate and wear your you know emotions on your sleeve. I don't get me wrong. I enjoy it every now and then, especially if it's needed. You know, if the moment calls for it. But I don't need that. Um, I just want a winner. And and Kevin Keats, if you're a winner, well, not if you're a winner. He is a winner. He's won. You know, but I want you to just go and we talked about it in the live stream i want you to go dominate i want you to go dominate every team you play and and just put put sure. it to bed just but, go but put I, it well, to bed. I mean, he wants to he wants to yeah now he wants to i'm well, sure he does uh, it's just a matter of i don't know if he knows how to do it at the power five level i mean that sounds terrible that sounds bad to say but i don't know if he does because yeah. he did it at you know Wil- wilmington and he was assistant at Louisville, so I guess he's seen Rick Pitino do it. Um, but <laughs> I mean, he also had yeah. a lot of uh, really uh, yeah. bad off the field, stuff, off the court. We won't go there. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's a good point. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, like, the, you can't tell me that like in five years that he, he's still trying to like, oh, like you sit one more to figure year. It out. That's why I kind of feel like just one more year, one more year for me, guys, and then I'll get it. No, I mean, come on. Yeah. Before we continue, we want to take a quick second to tell you about our sponsor, Flatlands Dress-Up Insurance Group, that has our whole world covered, with agents in five offices throughout eastern North Carolina to help you decide how much coverage you need, offering policies for home and auto, recreational vehicles, commercial, crop, health, life, and employee benefits. They are able to combine options to find a comprehensive solution that works for you. Flatlands Dress-Up protects the things you love so you can spend less time wearing and more time enjoying them. Find them on Facebook and Instagram at Flatlands Dress-Up. You can also visit their webpage at www.flatlandsdressup.com. So please make sure to go and check them out. You know, it's funny, though. Like, everyone points to, well, you know, Coach K, it was like his eighth or ninth year before he turned it around. But Leonard you know Hamilton. what the difference is? I think today <laughs> – yeah, Leonard Hamilton, too. Um, social media. Like, if you think about it, like, if Coach K did that today, there's no way he mm-hmm. lasts eight years. And so it's just, you know, different times. You know, we, we as a society, as a society have changed. Uh, the money has changed the game. Obviously, I, you know, the money wasn't yes. being thrown around like back in the eighties. So when you add those things together, coaches don't, don't get eight years to figure it out. They just don't. You're, There's too much money. Involved. You're a million percent right. And, 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 and go ahead. Great point. Yeah, yeah no, keep. I'm here. Here, I'm saying preach, here, here. preach, my brother. I mean, that's that. Yeah. I cannot be. And because, like, because one of the things that cheers all around. Because one of the thing that breaks my heart too, like, like just like with you making with the AC documentaries, I was actually watching the Survive and Advance documentary again yesterday. I don't know why, but just for some reason, I wanted to watch it. And like nostalgia. And yeah, and they're done that. And well, mm-hmm. and just like 
the the game is just it's a it's it is night and day different. Like even though the, the game the game of basketball is still you take a ball and you put it in a hoop. It's still that, but everything besides that is completely different. Everything it's 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 craziness. So yep. So um, but yeah, and, and see, and again too, and that's why too, like you were kind of saying earlier that then day, like you know, if, if you win, then then everything is good. But obviously, that's a perfect world. Now, obviously, at the end of the day, you're going to lose more likely some games. But what I want is basically, I just want a coach that that I want him to almost say like like. Like yeah, we're 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 probably gonna. You know, I mean, like you know, like okay, I don't want him to say we're probably gonna lose games, but like, like I I understand that he, he understands reality. We're gonna lose games, but I'm gonna make sure. Sh- <laughs> but good, but the press conference, well, guys, we will lose games. <laughs> we'll lose games. But <laughs> I but but but, 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 but my point being is that is that I want him to basically say, but we're gonna make sure that we do not lose this game. Like you know, like like I that that's why I want him to treat the Carolina like you know like because like look at kind of look at like the Jim Harbaugh situation yeah. like in Michigan not right now but over the years or basically I mean he would get you know top five top ten in the country he would get you you know you know all this and that and you know ten win seasons but he didn't beat Ohio State and like you know I know obviously maybe that we're not at the Michigan Ohio State level yeah. but like it's like at the end of the day hey listen to them beating Ohio State that's all that matters man if you can't beat Ohio State it doesn't matter what else you do. You know, you can't stick around. And so, you know, it's kind of like with me that obviously, like, you know, if we win an AC championship, like, you know, but we don't beat Carolina that year, I'm not going to be too upset. But, you know, you know, let's be real. Like, you know, with Carolina fans, if you if they go two and oh on you, you're going to hear it no matter what you do that year. You know, like, you know, it's going to be like, well, we beat you, you know, twice. Like, you know, and so I want that on them, you know, so I want that. Every state fan wants that. Like, like how amazing is it to have? the comeback in football over them like for for 365 days it's or 356 days it's it's the best thing in the world i love it it's great ammo <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. um but but yeah so so kind of uh, you know talking a little bit here so you know it's it's again it, it's it's unfortunate obviously we even have to have this conversation i think that um you know if you ask this after the first season you know where would we be? We none of us would have guessed we'd be here at this point. That's for sure. Um, so, uh, you know, because one other question I I do want to ha- ask you. So, if like let's say because again this is being recorded on February twenty fourth Thursday, so before the Carolina game. So, how much of an impact would beating Carolina on Saturday have on the season? On the heading into the off Question. season. Like how how much how big is this game against Carolina on Saturday? You want to go ahead, Greg? I think I think this is the one case where if you win, you're still losing, and it if you lose, people mm-hmm. kind of expect it. And if you win, okay, whatever. Like it's kind of a it's a lost year anyway. So what does it what does mm-hmm. it really matter? Um, now again, you'll have those those really traditional diehards like go to, go to Heck Carolina, and and I'm right there mm-hmm. with you. But I just I don't think it means enough. It just doesn't mean enough because there's so many bad losses this year that it just be like well it kind of makes sense if you think about it because we. We we win the games that we're not supposed to win, and we lose the ones we're right. supposed to win. And so, I I, I think I think that's yeah. kind of where I'm at with that one. That being said, I sure. hope we beat the crap out of them. Why not? Yeah, if, if you beat them, it's like <laughs> then why can't we do that every other game? I mean, it is chokingly. I I, right. I can get that. I I do think beating Carolina though, 
like just like you said, Layton, it's, it, it just makes things taste a little better that day and sure. uh, for the rest of the week or month. And but that day, well, no, that I saw that's not true. You know what I mean? That's why like, I, I proceeded on. I was like the next week, month. It, I mean, you can look back and say, well, we did beat Carolina, but it. I don't believe as a whole, it's it's not something that will surpass the impact everything. I do no. think it will give the glass half full fans like maybe like myself and I'm going to have to watch myself if that were to happen but it, you'd be like okay he beat Carolina <laughs> yeah but um so I don't know I I do think some fans will get kind of being like warmed their heart and be proud and they'll probably get fired up from it and seeing the clips of the team in the locker room afterwards seeing the ice cream tweet kind of thing I do well, think that will matter. What yeah. happen, let me ask. Then let me ask you this: mm-hmm. What happens if State beats Carolina and Syracuse? Does that play? If it, what happens if they beat Carolina, Syracuse, and uh, win a game in the AC tournament? Win two games in the tournament. Hypothetically, I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> no, but I, it's not. The team has to believe it's going to happen. The team has to believe you it's going to happen. What, what would it? Uh, yeah, I want, I them, want to. them to. <laughs> well, like, do it. Knock it out of the park, so to speak. So, well, and thinking like that kind of reminds me of Godfrey. You know, when he got let go before the ACC tournament, how like you know, you know, he kind of did the you know saying like you know, hey, anything can happen in the tournament. Like you know, it's a magical time. You like you know, anything can happen. It's and and because I think that unfortunately the '83 win kind of gave all kind of state coaches that like you know and all state fans like the. Yeah, you're right. It is magical. Like, yeah, it could happen. Hey, look at 83. Like, you know, and uh, so, I mean, yeah, like for me, because we were talking about this again on Twitter space, which is why I brought it up. But in the grand scheme of things, I think the picture for the season has been painted. It's, it's, it's nothing can get painted over it. The picture is the picture. The season's blown. There's no there's nothing's going to change that. And. I must quote by Layton. The picture well, is the, the picture. only way it does get changed well, is if sure. you win the but, ACC but, tournament. But realistically, that's the only way. But, I mean, like, like, come on. That's how Jimmy it's, B and his team did it, but they weren't <laughs> in the last place. Well, but also too, they also played without Wittenberg without no. most of the season as well. So, um, but and and, and also too, you're saying yeah. we're just well, like we the eighty-three team. Is that what you're saying? I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! I'd be hilarious, Manny. Manny out of nowhere. No, I'm back, baby. It's like <laughs> what? Nah, so no. But I don't know. It's so frustrating. Like, part of me just wants to be, to be done with it. Just go out and go play hard. Just end it. And yeah. Just, just like put said, him out of on to spring history. Come on. Well, I mean, it really does feel like that. Just come on. Just, just, just end the season. But baseball's been exciting enough. Let's just roll it. I mean, it sounds terrible because Smith and Sebron in particular have had amazing seasons. Overall, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, Smith's product, Smith's going to be freshman of the year. I mean, there's, I think we can probably much, unless you talk about the kid from Notre Dame, which it'll be Blake it'll probably be a close vote, yeah. but you know what? Yeah, yeah. Um, but honestly, maybe Smith doesn't get it because we stunk so bad, and they usually nah, give that to winners, it. like you know, like the. Yeah, I, I hope so. I hope I hope the the the, the writers, the voters are are you know yeah. seeing didn't, what didn't it is. Eric Green for Virginia Tech um, win it on a really? He won AC Player of the Year on a really bad Virginia Tech team. I think he Eric did. Green back yeah. in like 2010, yeah, 2011. I think, he did. I think it was Eric. It can happen. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a precedent there, but um, 
so, I mean, if that's what we're hanging our hat on, though, like, that's the best part of our season. That's, yeah. No, no kidding. Yeeks. Well, like, and the one other thing I want to say, too, is I, I think that a lot of fans right now are nervous about, okay, is Big, is big T going to leave next year? And the one thing that makes me, yeah, exactly, as is, is he said in the press conference recently that this is his dream school. Like, this is where he wanted to play. And so, at the end of the day, that's not going to change no matter how bad this season is. It's still going to be his dreams. Go ahead, Greg. Go. What What you got? He don't count it if Keats leaves, sure. though. So that's, you know what I mean? Like, sure. Like things change right. based well, on My thing is, too, it, well, to point, he sounded like he committed more to a school at times than he did a coach. He did commit to a coach. But he sounded like it, it, he, in this yeah. case, he yeah. was one of the players who actually had a level of, I'm committing to this school. Yeah. Uh, but my thing is, yeah. though, he, he was all Smith in. has the proverbial green light always on. Oh, yeah. Where else is he going to get? I mean, he might. Sure. Like, you go, like we had this conversation before in the podcast. If he went to Duke, he's having to share the ball and everybody else is scoring. Right. So maybe he likes that. Maybe, I mean, I, I like winning. I don't mind sharing the ball. Maybe he wants that, but well, I think he stays. Yeah. But Keats, I'll tell you this. Yeah. I'll tell I you this. He if Keats stays, he has got to find a way to keep uh Terquavian. I don't see Sebron staying, but let's say maybe the way Sebron's are playing, he's now in the second round. He's got to find a way to get some of these guys to stay if he can. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. And second round in NBA, I mean, you get buried and it's sometimes yeah. really hard to come back from that. I'm not saying that it's mm-hmm. not not impossible, but there's a lot of guys that go get drafted in second rounds and don't have careers. Yeah. They end up overseas. So, you know, may, maybe he wants to stay and improve that draft stock. Obviously, we're not in his head, and he'll do what he needs and, to do. What's kind of for him and his so family, one of the salty. The last, the last we'll second round pick was Cody Martin, but that was not yeah. even an NC State thing. That was Nevada, right? But but and also too, yeah. uh, uh, you know, one one name that's still a salty in my head Lorenzo is CJ Leslie. How he he left early, and uh, you know, and and he didn't even get. You know, drafted, which is like, I got, I got to um, redeem that. I got to redeem that statement. Well, I can't, happens. I can't say Cody Barnes because he went to Nevada, and I can't believe we passed on. We let the the Martin twins go. Yeah. The last second round pick was Lorenzo Brown. Uh, he was second round, fifty second pick in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. So yeah, same, same, same draft as no. CJ. So, all right. Well, again, Wolf Nation. Again, it's it, it's a tough conversation, but again, hopefully, this was you know at least. Uh, you know, at least got the brain turning again in terms of expectations, you know, heading into the rest of the season and the off season. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Boo does. Um, it'll be interesting to see what Keats does this off season. But then day, it's gotta be interesting. It's gotta be big. Like if he's here, it's gotta be big. We he needs to have a big off season. I think we can all agree on that. But again, hey, we got so much good going on right now with again women's basketball. We just won five uh, conference championships within two days. Um, and, uh, so again, it, it's, it's a great time right now to be a state fan, no matter what's going on necessarily is then state basketball, men's basketball. Let's keep that in There's mind. There's so much success everywhere else. There's so much success. Exactly. So much so, be positive. And with that being said though, again, but just as a reminder, make sure you again hit that subscribe button, give this video a like if you don't mind and give, give us a follow. Tuffy talk now on Twitter, or Instagram, but again, what well, back nation is always keep your heads up and Hey, better days are ahead. It's always good back y'all. <laughs>